0: You're listening to On the Record from the Daily Princetonian. General Mark Milley, class of 80, visited the university on Saturday, January 7th to celebrate the 100th anniversary of Hobie Baker Rink. A hockey player, ROTC cadet, and politics student while he was at Princeton, Milley is now a four-star general who serves as the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the highest ranking and most senior military officer in the United States Armed Forces. During his visit to campus, he sat down with reporters Anna Salvatore and Cole Keller from the Daily Princetonian and Mark Bernstein from the Princeton Alumni Weekly to share reflections from his time at Princeton and career in service. Listen in to a few of the interview's highlights.
1: have heard you uh, or, uh, recruited you for coming here. How did you did end you. up? Did you think about other schools? or you know? I did. I was recruited by a, quite a few schools. I went to a, an all-boys school in, in Boston, which was uh, always noted for its really outstanding hockey players. In fact, we had seven of us here on the team when I was okay. here from that one school. And, and we're all here. That's we're all here tonight, actually. So how did I come here? I was looked at by different schools. My brother went to Harvard played hockey there. I was getting heavily recruited, actually, by West Point. Uh, my father and mother both served in World War II. Uh, neither one were officers. And by the influence of my family, they thought, hey, look, at if you want to be in the military, which is laudable and it's a, it's a nice thing to do and all that, but keep your doors open, right? So this school called Princeton uh, has an ROTC program. The other schools at the time didn't have that, except West Point. So they said, if you go to West Point, you have to go in the military. If you go to Princeton, you can go in the military, and you might have all other alternatives that you might want to pursue. I came down on a couple of trips, loved the school, and never looked back. Did you have a hockey nickname? I did. Uh, actually, it started in high school. It was called Mill Dog. My brother was called Mill Dog. My sister was called Mill Dog. My daughter was called Mill Dog. <laughs> uh, so it's just one of those things, right? So. Yeah, a bunch of mill dogs, right? So I don't know why, but everyone gets a nickname and that was that was that one. Do you have any specific memories that really stick out? Oh, from of course, this rink yeah. Or during time of time? Anything like that, for example? <laughs> Do I have any specific memories? Yeah, I have hundreds of them, too many to actually recount in in just a few seconds, but look at this is a first of all this rink is is a national icon, to tell you the truth. This is the oldest rink, as you know, of any university in America that's been continuously used as a hockey program. And tomorrow, in fact, uh, the 8th, is the 100th anniversary of the first collegiate hockey game in this rink. It's it's a great span of, of alumni that showed up, a lot of support. The whole idea of team sports and athletics, it's much bigger than just putting points on a board. It's about resiliency. It's about teamwork. It's about, you know, learning how to... Uh, you know, take, a, take your lumps, get knocked down, get back up. That's what it's really about, and, and the camaraderie that's built with all that.
0: It's been two years and a day since January 6th when right-wing protesters stormed the Capitol. How does the insurrection continue to affect your day-to-day responsibilities as chair of the Joint Chiefs
1: of Staff? As I come to a place like this, I come to Princeton, I get a chance to talk to the hockey players on the, on the men's team, a chance to talk to hockey players on the women's team, and it gives me hope. It inspi- anytime I'm around young people, it inspires me because they are the future. And I see what I see is resilience, what I see is optimism, what I see is innovative uh, attitudes towards things, what I see is folks that are going to lead our country in different directions. And that's the beauty of our country. If you look at the preamble to the Constitution, I take an oath to the Constitution, right? The preamble says, in order to form a more perfect union, it acknowledges that we are not perfect and we weren't perfect. And we are, in order to form a more perfect union, we are constantly striving as a country to get better. We are a country that looks to the future, not to the past. So what 6 January, for me, what it demonstrates to me is the resilience of our country, the resilience of our people, the resilience of our people to overcome something that was very dramatic and, and threatened to the very sinews, the very institutions of our society, the very democratic institutions, the peaceful transfer of power, the counting of the electoral college votes, etc. That threatened that, but it held. So the institutions bent, but they didn't break. And now there's an opportunity right now, and I believe the opportunity is being taken by the American people, to uh, go ahead and continue to build upon that which has been done in our past, continue to build ourselves into a more perfect union. So I'm very optimistic about this country, and I think there's a lot of good lessons to be learned from it. I think that the January 6th commission and other studies and investigations and hearings, etc., that'll be done. All of that is in the spirit of transparency so that the American people can learn from things like this and move on to a better future. When I came here, the only Ivy League school that had RTC was Princeton. Princeton has had RTC unbroken since uh, 1960. And, and uh, it's the only school like that. Now we have managed over the last few years to get ROTC put back on to the other Ivy League schools. I think that's to America's benefit. Uh, You're not gonna get huge numbers out of these schools, but you are gonna get some. You go to those schools,
0: you are
1: really having an opportunity, uh, unlike 99.9% of the world and most of the country, right? And in my opinion, you should, pay back to the country. Now, not everybody has to pay back in uniform. You can do a lot of things. You can go out and be a doctor, a teacher, a journalist. You can go out and do a wide variety of things. But it's important to serve society, serve a greater good. Don't just chase the almighty dollar. Don't just chase power. Serve the greater good of the society, the community, of the country. Now, you can do it in uniform or not in uniform. But I think that's an important ethic. And I would like to see more of that, not less of it, out of the Ivy League schools. Yeah, great. You. you guys be good.
0: You can read the full interview at dailyprincetonian.com or at the link in the show notes. This episode was produced under the 147th board of The Prince. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Eden Tashomar.